It's the Old Man Yells at Music podcast, a show about big and little hits from the 70s, 80s and 90s in the US, UK and Canada. Also forgotten albums, pop music on TV, and more. I'm your announcer Annie Stewart, and here's the old man himself, Roger Stroop. Hello and welcome to episode 119 of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. I'm Roger Stroop. This week we're looking at the charts of November 8, 1997. Later this month, a woman in Iowa named Bobby McCoy gave birth to septuplets, four boys and three girls. It was the first time that a set of septuplets had all survived the birth. And now they're all about to turn 25. Wow. Let's see what was going on in the culture beyond medical miracles. Among the films released this month, the one that might be best remembered is the animated musical Anastasia, which featured Meg Ryan as the voice of a girl who may be, who may be the only surviving member of Russia's royal family. Other movies did okay at the time, such as the Robin Williams sci-fi comedy Flubber, a remake of the 1961 live-action Disney fa- flick The Absent-Minded Professor, Alien Resurrection, the fourth installment in the Alien series, starring Sigourney Weaver, who was joined this time by Winona Ryder. The Bruce Willis-Richard Gere assassination thriller, The Jackal, and the Humans vs. Space Bugs action film, Starship Troopers. Other films released this month included the drama Eve's Bayou with Samuel L. Jackson, the Dustin Hoffman-John Travolta hostage thriller, Mad City, the man who... The Man Who Knew Too Little, a spy comedy starring Bill Murray, the John Grisham adaptation The Rainmaker, which starred Matt Damon just before Good Will Hunting made him a superstar, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the sequel to the 1995 adaptation of the violent video game, and Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, Clint Eastwood's version of the nonfiction bestseller about a murder in Savannah, Georgia, starring John Cusack and Kevin Spacey. In television, the craziest event happened on pay-per-view. On November 9th, the World Wrestling Federation held its annual Survivor Series event at the Bell Center in Montreal. The main event was a championship match between title holder Brett the Hitman Hart and his on-screen and real-life antagonist, the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels. People with inside knowledge of the wrestling business were very curious about what might happen in the match because Bret Hart had just been released from a long-term WWF contract and had signed with the rival World Championship Wrestling promotion. This was supposed to be Brett's last WWF appearance, and traditionally, a champion who is leaving a promotion loses the belt in the ring. But due to his acrimonious relationship with Michaels, Brett had been vocal about being willing to lose, to, lose the belt to anyone but the Heartbreak Kid. Before this match... Brett believed he had reached an agreement with WWF head Vince McMahon to have it end in a no contest, after which he would forfeit the title on the next night's Monday Night Raw TV program. But apparently Vince feared that Brett wouldn't honor his word and would take the championship belt with him to WCW, so instead he arranged what has become known as the Montreal Screwjob. During a planned spot where Sean put Brett in Brett's signature submission hold the sharpshooter, McMahon, who was standing ringside, told the timekeeper to ring the bell and had the referee declare that Sean had made Brett submit and was therefore the new champion. 
The Montreal crowd, who had clearly seen that Brett had, hadn't given up, was furious, as was Hart himself, who went to the edge of the ring facing McMahon and spat at him, hitting him right in the face. The drama continued backstage, as when, Vin as when Vince visited Brett's dressing room to justify his actions, Brett knocked Vince out with a punch. But ironically, this event would wind up playing out in the WWF's favor. McMahon parlayed the backlash to the screw job into molding his on-screen character into an evil boss, and his battles with disgruntled, rebellious employee Stone Cold Steve Austin helped the WWF's ratings take off and far surpass those of his competition. Brett, meanwhile, was misused and lost in the shuffle in WCW, and he was forced to retire to, due to injury in early 2000. And one year after that, WCW would fold, and its remaining assets were sold to the WWF. On the bestseller lists, fiction fans were buying Violin, Anne Rice's tale of a demon musician, Robert Ludlum's latest spy thriller, The Mannerese Countdown, Arundhati Roy's Indian family song, saga, The God of Small Things, and Underworld, Dom De Don DeLillo's postmodern novel about waste management, nuclear weapons, and a baseball. Meanwhile, in nonfiction, books about the recently deceased Princess Diana were selling quite well. Among these were Andrew Morton's Diana, Her True Story, The Royals by Kitty Kelly, Peter Don Alley's Diana, A Tribute to the People's Princess, and Michael O'Mara's Diana, Princess of Wales. I'm not sure if comedian Drew Carey's Dirty Jokes and Beer was also about Diana, but it was on the list too. And the big story in music this month was, unfortunately, a tragedy. On the 22nd, Michael Hutchins, lead singer of the Australian band In Excess, was found dead in a hotel room in Sydney. The death was ruled suicide by hanging. Alcohol, cocaine, and multiple prescription drugs were found in his system. The band had just come off a world tour and were about to perform a series of dates in their home country to celebrate their 20th anniversary. Michael Hutchins was 37 years old. And now to the charts. Below the top 40s. As always, we begin below the top 40s. This week, we look at a band that broke through at the tail end of the Britpop wave and had a solid but unspectacular run for a couple of years. At number 48 in the UK, it's This Is My Hollywood by Three Colors Red. Formed in London in 1994, Three Colors Red were signed to Creation Records, a large independent label best known for bringing Oasis to the world. The first four singles from their debut album, Pure, all reached the UK Top 40. This Is My Hollywood, a reissue of a song they'd released before signing to Creation, was the fifth. This Is My Hollywood is a crunchy hard rocker that seems to be about the emptiness of fame. These are the lyrics. Is this success? Tuesday night and penniless. Sign on, chill out, skin up. It's your shout. Foregone I am. In life, I'm damned. This is like Hollywood. All front, no depth. No good. This is my Hollywood. I'd run. I wish I could. Too blind, not me. I've seen the scenery. Palm trees, blue skies, blown out snake eyes. You're not. I am. Is this too much to understand? Who wants to live in Hollywood? I don't think I could. You'd like to think you live in a world so good. 
the way I would describe them to someone who's never heard of them is they're more like an they're like a more indie version of Bush. And maybe if they had a more heart a more heartthrobby, let's say, heartthrobby, that's a fun word, heartthrobby. A more heartthrobby lead singer like Gavin Rossdale, maybe they would have been bigger in the US. But who knows? This is my Hollywood peaked at number 48. Three Colors Red had two more hits and released two more albums before breaking up in 2005. 40 to 31. Our first top 40 song of the week is Britain's number 35, Digital by Goldie featuring KRS-One. Born in Walsall in 1965, Clifford Price first made his name as a breakdancer and graffiti artist before turning to electronic music. He had his first top 40 hit in 1994, and his debut album Timeless reached the UK top 10. Digital was the first single from his second album, Saturn's Return. Digital is a dance track featuring New York rapper KRS-One of Boogie Down Productions. It combines hip-hop with the British dance music styles of drum and bass and speed garage. Here are some non-numeric lyrics. Don't erase what I did. Don't erase the beginning. You're not ready for this. Uh-huh. You see, my name is KRS-1G, and um, and um, see, when I be coming through for the UK crew, me and Goldie, shh, you know what we do. You know how we do. Only the true hip-hop heads know what time it is with this. Now, if you're with me, I'll lead through and dominate this microphone I speak through. I'm writing for the people. Bite it if you need to. I can see through, I can see through and see that. You saw an MC and tried to be that. That MC you saw was me. Can you believe that and obey that? True lyrics will always suffice, suffice and meaning rhymes equal actual life. It's the true essence in Ebony. Trace your record sales, G. Some things are pure luck. Other things are meant to be. I bet they'll mention me in the next century. KRS-One, innovator in early rap poetry. Simultaneously, you will be forgotten, while in the year 2000, criminal-minded will still be rocking. You waste your time battling me. I got mine happening, see? You should have thought of G a little bit. You should have thought G a little bit sooner. Instead of battling me, you need your plan, your long heavity, before you die broke like Sammy Davis Jr. The solar followed by, by the looter, followed by the solar, followed by McDonald's and Coca-Cola. The point is, whatever the outcome of the battle, the day goes on with more French fries and soda. One, two, and you don't quit. Goldie has got to be the real sure shit. One, two, and you don't quit. KRS-One and yes, we do it like this. Buckle up your seatbelt. We about to get busy. Lyrics get thrown like a frisbee. Who is he? The K, you gets dizzy for all the roots like Kizzy. And Kunta Kinte in your city. Ask for sensei, not million more like teacher. Not Now you're familiar. Let me fill you. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me rhyme as if we were climbing up the speed. We're finding what we need in the jungle. MCs stumble over their words and mumble over their verbs. Suddenly it occurred. KRS-One, word. KRS-One, come back in digital. Digital. KRS-One adds to his reputation as one of the most respected rappers in hip-hop history. And Goldie provides a backing track that has a groove, but doesn't over that doesn't overwhelm the rhymes. I'm kind of hit or miss with 90s British electronic music, but this one I like. Digital was down from a peak of number 13. 
Goldie had two more hits and has spent much of the 20th century making television appearances and exper experimenting in visual art and classical music. His most recent album is 2017's The Journeyman. We now hop over to America for number 34, Do You Know What It Takes by Robin. Born in Stockholm in 1979, Robin Carlson began her career in Swedish show business at the age of 10, then signed a record deal at 15. Do You Know What It Takes was the first American single from her debut album, Robin Is Here. Do You Know What It Takes is bouncy dance pop with a sound that would become increasingly familiar as years went by. I'll explain after reading some lyrics. Don't you know I can see what you're doing? Running around with your cheap talk. Cheap talk, yeah. What I need is a man who can do me right. Do me right. If you've got what I need, I can guarantee to return all the love that you've given to me. But I've got to be sure that you will always be around. Always be around. Oh, yeah. Do you know what it takes to love me? Do you know what it takes to do me right? Do you know what it takes to love me, baby, baby? Heaven knows in my time I've been lonely, feeling my love echo in my mind, in my mind, yeah. Never satisfied girls what they call me, but I just can't keep going on living lies. Guarantee unto me you won't let me down. There's so much that I can give, but it's buried so deep. I've just got to be sure that you will always, that you always will be around. The reason this might sound familiar is that it was one of the first American hits co-produced by Max Martin. He had a couple with Ace of Bass the previous year, but 97 is when he started to truly break onto the U.S. charts between the Backstreet Boys and this. And being a female song track, you can certainly see echoes of the songs that would make Britney Spears a superstar. Do You Know What It Takes was down from a peak of number seven. It hit number two in Canada and number 26 in the U.K. Robin had just one more American hit the following year, but she's had five in the U.K. in the 21st century including the 2005 number one, With Every Heartbeat. Her latest album is 2018's Honey. We're in Canada now for number 37, Ordinary Day by Great Big C. Formed in St. John's, Newfoundland in 1993, Great Big C signed with a major label for their second album, but their big breakthrough came when the first single from their third album, Play, When I'm Up, I Can't Get Down, hit number six. Ordinary Day was the follow-up. Ordinary Day is Celtic folk rock about perseverance through adversity. These lyrics are no big deal. I've got a smile on my face and I've got four walls around me. I've got the sun in the sky, all the water surrounds me. Oh yeah, oh you know. Yeah, I win now and sometimes I lose. I've been battered but i never bruise it's not so bad and i say way hey hey it's just an ordinary day and it's all your state of mind at the end of the day you've just got to say it's all right janie sinks on the corner what keeps her from dying let them say what they want she won't stop trying oh you know she might stumble if they push her around she might fall but she'll never lie down it's not so bad in this beautiful life, there's always some sorrow, and it's a double-edged knife, but there's always tomorrow. Oh, you know it's up to you now, sink or swim, if you swing, sink or swim. Just keep the faith that your ship will come in. It's not so bad. The music, which with its fiddles and accordion and such, 
enhances the message that, yes, you can get through whatever crap is going on. I've never been to Newfoundland, but I've known a couple people from there, and that does seem to be the prevalent attitude. Ordinary Day peaked at number 30. Great Big C had two more hits, and they continued to release top 10 albums and play to sold-out audiences until the band retired in 2016. 30 to 21. The first of our top 30 hits is Canada's number 24, All That You Are by Aconaline Crush. Formed in Vancouver in 1992, Aconaline Crush had put out one EP and one album by the time they made their pop breakthrough with this, the first single from their second album, The Devil You Know. All That You Are is an alternative pop rock song. These are all the lyrics they are. There are, excuse me. If I said it, I meant it. I'm not really demented. I'm just saying it's been said again and again. Not that I'm all that grounded. I'm already dumbfounded. I'm a liar. Believe me, baby. Well, it's all that you are. You're just one shining star. Well, that's all that you are. Maybe everything's changed and maybe I stayed the same. What does it matter to me now anyway? If I ever regret it, if I'm ever repentant, karma sings and will dance the dance, baby. It's definitely more accessible than some of the band's harder, more industrial-sounding work. But it doesn't seem like a sellout. They came up with a catchy tune, so they did it. Why not? All That You Are peaked at number 12. In the U.S., it made dents on the mainstream rock and alternative rock charts. Aconaline Crush had no further top 40s, and they broke up in 2002, only to reunite six years later. In 2020, the band released two new songs from an upcoming album called When the Devil Drives, but that album has yet to be released. 30. We're in the UK again for the number 25 song, Everything I Wanted by Danny Minogue. Born in Melbourne in 1971, Danny Minogue is the younger sister of Aussie soap star turned pop diva Kylie Minogue. Danny would follow in her sister's footsteps, both on TV and in the recording studio. She had her first UK hit in 1990, and she picked up nine more top 40s before releasing this, the second single from her third album, Girl. Everything I Wanted is late 90s dance pop. I'm not sure if you want the lyrics, but you're getting them. Hmm, ah, there's just something about you. Feels like I've always known you. Feels just like I've always known you. Always hanging around you. Ever since the day I found you. I found you. You're all I need. You're everything. You're everything I need. You're everything I wanted. You're just another part of me. You're everything I wanted. Everything I wanted. You're everything I wanted. You're just another part of me. You're everything I wanted. Everything I wanted. Hmm, ah, something that's inside you. Lift me like no other lover. Me, let my soul surround you. Forever let me feel the power. Your power. Danny adopts a very breathy vocal style. Perhaps this is how she intended to distinguish herself from her sister. She's all right, but there's a reason why Kylie is Kylie. Everything I Wanted is down from a peak of number 15. Danny Minogue had seven more hits in the UK and in recent years, she's been a frequent judge on TV talent competitions in Britain and Australia. Hey, 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 hey. 
We're back in the U.S. for the number 22 song, Criminal by Fiona Apple. Born in New York in 1977, Fiona Apple McAfee Maggard was signed to a major label at the age of 17, and she released her debut album, Title, in 1996. Her first two singles garnered airplay on alternative radio and MTV, but she broke through onto the pop charts with her third. Criminal is piano-driven dance rock on which Apple asks for punishment and redemption for her past romantic betrayals. You have the right to remain silent while I read the lyrics. I've been a bad, bad girl. I've been careless with a delicate man, and it's a sad, sad world when a girl will break a boy just because she can. Don't you tell me to deny it. I've done wrong, and I want to suffer for my sins. I've come to you because I need guidance to be true, and I just don't know where I can begin. What I need is a good defense because I'm feeling like a criminal, and I need to be redeemed to the one I've sinned against because he's all I ever knew of love. Heaven help me for the way I am. Save me from the from these evil deeds before I get them done. I know tomorrow brings the consequences at hand, but I keep living this day like the next will never come. Oh, help me, but don't tell me to deny it. I've got to cleanse myself of all these lies until I'm good enough for him. I've got a lot to lose, and I'm betting high, so I'm begging you before it ends. Just tell me where to begin. It's urgent and catchy and deserved to be a hit even without the help of a video where she rides around, sometimes in night clothes, and less. But I think she's done better work since. And even on this album, I'm a much bigger fan of her debut single, Shadow Boxer. Criminal would peak at number 21, and Canada got to number 28. Fiona Apple had no further North American hits, but she did crack the UK Top 40 in 1999 with the song Fast As You Can. She's continued to have success with albums and tours, although there are usually, although there are usually several years between the, them. Her fifth album, Fetch the Bolt Cutters, came out in 2020. Twenty to eleven. The first of our top twenty hits is the American number fifteen, "I Don't Want to Wait" by Paula Cole. Born in Rockport, Massachusetts in 1968, Paula Cole got her first big break when she was invited to be a featured singer on Peter Gabriel's 1993-94 Secret World Tour. Her debut album, Harbinger, didn't get much attention, partially because her label folded just after it was released. She, did, she soon signed a new deal, and her second album, This Fire, proved to be her breakthrough, with the first single, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone, reaching number eight. I Don't Want to Wait was the follow-up. Nowadays, I Don't Want to Wait is best known as the theme song to the teen drama Dawson's Creek, which premiered just after this single reached its chart peak. But the lyrics don't have anything to do with angsty adolescence. Rather, they were inspired by, her, by Paula Cole's grandfather and her imagining of how he may have looked back on his life. I won't keep you waiting for the lyrics any longer. So open up your morning light and say a little prayer for I. You know that if we are to stay alive, then see the peace in every eye. She had two babies. One was six months, one was three, in the war of 44. Every telephone ring, every heartbeat sting. When she thought it was God calling her. Oh, would her son grow up to know his, or would her son grow to know his father? I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. I want to know right now, what will it be? I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. Will it be yes, or will it be sorry? He showed up all wet on the rainy front step. 
wearing shrapnel in his skin. And the war he saw lives inside him still. It's so hard to be gentle and warm. The years pass by, and now he has granddaughters. So you look at me from across the room. You're wearing your anguish again. Because believe me, I know the feeling. It sucks you into the jaws of anger. So breathe a little more deeply, my love. All we have is this very moment. And I don't want to do what his father and his father and his father did. I want to be here now. Yeah. I don't remember Dawson having two kids with Joey and going off to war. Yeah, I, I admit it. I watched a couple seasons back in the day. I didn't have cable then. Anyway, it's a powerful song that has almost certainly been dulled by cultural attachments. I don't want to wait. Peaked at number 11. It hit number 5 in Canada and number 43 in the UK. Paula Cole didn't have any more US hits, but she did have a couple more top 40s in Canada. She continues to record and perform, and her latest album, American Quilts, was released last year. We're back in Canada for number 15, I've Just Seen a Face by Holly Cole. No relation. Born in Halifax in 1963, Holly Cole moved to Toronto in the 80s and eventually found herself fronting a jazz trio. After three albums, Cole went solo and moved in a more pop direction. I've Just Seen a Face was the first single from her album Dark Dear Heart. I've Just Seen a Face is a cover of a song from the soundtrack of the Beatles' 1965 movie Help. I shall read the lyrics without assistance. I've Just Seen a Face. I can't forget the time or place that we just met. He's the boy for me. I want all the world to see we've met. Yeah. Had it been another day, I might have looked the other way, and I'd have never been aware. As it is, I'll dream of him tonight. Oh, yeah. Falling. Yes, I am falling, and he keeps calling me back again. I have never known the like of this. I've been alone, and I have missed things, kept out of sight. Other boys were never quite like this. It's late 90s adult contemporary pop, but Cole's smoky voice raises it above the level of lazy, attention-getting cover. I gotta say her jazzy stuff is better, but this is well worth multiple listens. I've just seen a face peaked at number seven. Holly Cole had one more top 40 hit, and she continues to record and perform. Her most recent release was the 2020 live album Montreal. when I talked about their 1975 hit, Nights on Broadway. Now we jump ahead 22 years to talk about the second single and title track from their 21st studio album. Still Waters Run Deep is light AC funk. Let's dive into the lyrics. Still Waters Run Deep. Just remember when we lie to each other, no one wins and losers weep. Reflection will show this connection. We can lean on each other. This is all we need to know. Now I admit I've been a fool sometimes. I believe I may be losing you. It's now or never. We talk before a tear is shed. Under your spell and over my head. You took me in your arms and you told me. We don't need to worry. But you, you never say you're sorry. Keep this love alive for us. It's all I feel. How can we survive if we change what is real? I see the angel and the devil in your heart. I confess, either one is my addiction. And where you're leading me, I don't have the will to fight out of the darkness and into the light, but living in your arms, I can take it. Please don't make me shiver. 
I know, I know together we deliver. Let the gods decide who finds the sweetest thrill. Who can justify the truth? God, I love you still. It's a middling song, but you've got Barry on lead and the brotherly harmonies, so this takes this tastes good until you get to the middle of it and it's just blah. It's kind of like a chocolate bar with a cardboard center. Still Waters Run Deep hit, peaked at number 18. It hit number 57 in the U.S. and number 70 in Canada. For more about the rest of the Bee Gees career, please go back and listen to episode 46. Top 10s. Our first top 10 is Britain's number 9, Do You Think I'm Sexy by N-Trance featuring Rod Stewart. Formed in Oldham, England in 1990, N-Trance had picked up six hits since 1994, including two that enhanced disco-era hits with rap and modern beats, Ottawa's D-I-S-C-O and the Bee Gees' Staying Alive. They returned to that formula for this, the third single from their second album, Happy Hour. Do You Think I'm Sexy features a sample of the chorus from the original Rod Stewart single with, as I said, modern beats, female vocals, and rhymes from Ricardo DeForce, who had previously appeared on the early 90s hits of the KLF. Here are some hot, hot lyrics. You know that I'm sexy. Sexy baby, you drive me crazy. Come on. Player, player, pop the style. Entrance is in the house to make the party wild. It's the new dance. Another smash, so let me set it. See how we rollin' this year. Copacetic. Groupies, they all want to do me. Sippin' moe every day, poppin' coochies. Bring that booty over here, girl. See, I've been watching that for years, girl. And if you wore silk, you won't regret it. Your mama made ya. I want to sweat it. I see you in this party. Cool with everybody. But my body want to push up on your body. Big poppy ain't with old jalopy. That's right. One whiff of the shh. Somebody stop me. Because it'd be going down like this when I flex, see? Let me know if my flow be sexy. If you want my body and you think I'm sexy, come on, sugar, let me know. If you really need me, just reach out and touch me. Come on, honey, tell me so. This is the definition of unnecessary. Did anyone really think that this song couldn't fill a dance floor 20 years after it came out without rap or modern production? I doubt it. But I must admit, these guys put in a good effort to at least do something to make it different. They did their job well. I'm just not sure it was a job that needed doing. Do You Think I'm Sexy peaked at number seven. Entrance had five more UK hits, including a cover of a non-disco hit, Guns N' Roses' Paradise City. They're apparently still active, but they haven't released anything new since 2009. We're back in the U.S. for their number two song, You Make Me Wanna by Usher. Born in Dallas in 1978, Usher Raymond released his debut album before he turned 16. But none of the singles from that reached the top 40. You Make Me Wanna was the first single from his second album, My Way. You Make Me Wanna is an acoustic guitar-driven ballad about discovering romantic feelings for a girl you were just friends with. I want to read the lyrics. You make me want to leave the one I'm with. Start a new relationship with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what you do. Think about a ring and all the things that come along with. You make me. You make me. Before anything began between us, you were like my best friend. The one I used to run and talk to. When me and my girl was having problems. That's right. 
You used to say it'll be okay. Suggest little nice things I should do. And when I go home at night and lay my head down, all I seem to think about was you. Now what's bad is you're the one that hooked us up, knowing it should have been you. What's sad is that I love her, but I'm falling for you. What should I do? Should I tell my baby bye-bye? Should I do exactly what I feel inside? Because I, I don't want to go. Don't need to stay. But I really need to get it together. The conflicted nature of the lyrics are in contrast to the lover man smoothness of Usher's vocals. This was the announcement of his campaign to enter the pantheon of male sex soul superstars alongside Marvin, Barry, Luther, and the rest. And I would have to say that he went on to build a resume that got him into that club without much trouble. You Make Me Wanna peaked at number two. It hit number one in the UK and number 17 in Canada. Usher has gone on to score nine number ones on the Billboard Hot 100 in in addition to selling over 65 million albums worldwide and venturing into acting on film, stage, and television. He recently wrapped up a three-month residency at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Now we'll look at the number four song in Canada. Walking on the Sun by Smash Mouth. Formed in San Jose, California in 1994, Smash Mouth got signed to a major label after a couple of years of gigging, and Walking on the Sun was the first single from their debut album, Fush Yu Mang. Walking on the Sun is a rock song with vibes of retro genres like surf rock and psychedelia. The lyrics are about the co-opting of idealistic youth culture for the sake of cre creating empty fashion trends. Let's burn through some lyrics. It ain't no joke. I'd like to buy the world a toke and teach the world to sing in perfect harmony and teach the world to snuff the fires and the liars. Hey, I know it's just a song, but it's spice for the recipe. This is a love attack. I know it went out, but it's back. It's just like any fad. It retracts before impact. And just like fashion, it's a passion for the with it and hip. If you got the goods, they'll come and buy it just to stay in the click. So don't delay. Act now. Supplies are running out. Allow, if you're still alive, six to eight years to arrive. And if you follow, there may be a tomorrow. But if the offer's shunned, you might as well be walking on the sun. 25 years ago, they spoke out and they broke out of recession and oppression, and together they toked. And they folked out with guitars around a bonfire, just singing and clapping. Man, what the hell happened? Then some were spellbound, some were hellbound. Some they fell down, and some got back up and fought back against the meltdown. And their kids were hippie chicks all hypocrites, because fashion is smashing the true meaning of it. Look, I get that this band has, be has become a kind of, kind of a punchline. This thing we can't believe we actually considered cool 20 years ago, because look at it! But I have to say, I thought this song was great then, and I still think it's great now. I kind of want it to exist on its own, apart from All Star and the rest of the not-so-good. I think I could come up with a list of artists I wish would have stayed one-hit wonders after their first hit. These guys would be on it with this, with this song, alongside Jewel and Who, you, Who Will Save Your Soul and Savage Garden and I Want To. I Want You, excuse me. I could think of a couple more, but maybe later. Maybe another time. Walking on the Sun peaked at number three. It got to number 19 in the UK, but it didn't make the hot 
100 because it wasn't released as a standalone single. And that kept it off the charts by the rules that were then in place. Smash Mouth had four more hits in Canada, and they're still together, although singer Steve Harwell left the band last year due to health issues. They released their most recent single, 4th of July, this past July. We'll count down our three top tens and look at number one right after this. Hi, Roger Stroop here. As I'm sure you know, Old Man Yeltsin Music has a Patreon. I have for a while, but now I've streamlined it. Two tiers and guaranteed bonus content at both levels. It's simple. And when you join, you will get a mention on the show. And I'll give you a song from my charts. You can tell your friends you have a hit. Just go on patreon.com slash music, pick a tier and sign up. You'll warm this old man's heart. Thank you. Time to recap the top tens. We're starting in the UK this week. Number 10, Sunshine by Dario G. The biggest hit for an English dance act. Number 9, Do You Think I'm Sexy by N Trance featuring Rod Stewart. Number 8, All You Good Good People by Embrace. The first hit for a band from West Yorkshire. Number 7, As Long As You Love Me by The Backstreet Boys. The sixth top 10 here. Number 6, Lonely by Peter Andre. The sixth top 10 for the British-born Australian singer. Number 5, Stay by Sash featuring Lautrec. The third top 5 for a German dance production team. Number 4, Candle in the Wind 1997, Something About the Way You Look Tonight by Elton John. The single featuring a version of Elton's 1974 tribute to Marilyn Monroe, rewritten as a tribute to the late Diana, Princess of Wales. Number three, Spice Up Your Life by the Spice Girls, their fifth straight number one. Number two, Torn by Natalie Imbruglia, the biggest hit for the Aussie soap star turned singer. And the number one song in the UK this week was Barbie Girl by Aqua, the biggest overall hit for the Danish dance poppers. Now let's check out Canada's top ten. Number ten, Foolish Games by Jewel, her third top ten here. Number 9, Four Seasons of Loneliness by Boys to Men, their fifth Canadian top 10. Number 8, Anybody Seen My Baby by the Rolling Stones, their ninth Canadian number 1. Number 7, I Don't Want to Wait by Paula Cole. Number 6, Show Me Love by Robin, her follow-up single to Do You Know What It Takes. Number 5, On My Own by Peach Union, the biggest hit for a British pop band. Number 4, Walking on the Sun by Smash Mouth. Number 3, The Sound Of by Jan Arden. Her fifth top ten. Number two, Fly by Sugar Ray, the first of two number ones for the California pop rockers. And the number one song in Canada this week was Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba, the biggest hit for the British anarchist band. And now it's America's top ten. Number ten, The One I Gave My Heart To by Aaliyah, third top ten for the Detroit Rage singer. Number nine, Quit Playing Games With My Heart by Backstreet Boys, their American breakthrough hit. Number eight, Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. Number seven, Foolish Games by Jewel. Number six, My Love Is The Shh by Something For The People featuring Trina and Tamara, the biggest hit for an Oakland R&B group. Number five, All Cried Out by Allure featuring 112, the biggest hit for a New York vocal trio. 
Number four, Four Seasons of Loneliness by Boys to Men. Number three, How Do I Live by Leanne Rimes, the biggest hit for the Texas singer. Number two, You Make Me Wanna by Usher. And the number one song in the USA this week, the number one single actually in the USA this week, and the one in our spotlight was Candle in the Wind, Something About the Way You Look Tonight by Elton John. Spotlight number one. I talked about Elton John in episode 78 when I covered his 1992 hit, The One. Now we jump ahead five years to when he changed the lyrics to his 1974 song, Candle in the Wind, and performed it at the September 1977 funeral of Diana, Princess of Wales. He subsequently recorded it and released it as a single, alongside a track from his latest album, The Big Picture. I'm not going to cover... Candle in the Wind 1997, because just like the week's other two number ones, it's in my 90s Uneasy Writer Tournament. So I will be talking about it in the future, possibly many times. So instead, I'll talk about something about the way you look tonight. It's a big, elaborately produced ballad. Let's see what it is about the lyrics. There was a time I was everything and nothing all at one. When you found me, I was feeling like a cloud across the sun. I need to tell you how you light up every second of the day. But in the moonlight, you shine like a beacon on the bay. And I can't explain, but it's something about the way you look tonight. It takes my breath away. It's that feeling I get about you deep inside, and I can't describe. But it's something about the way you look tonight. It takes my breath away. The way you look tonight. With your smile, you pull the deepest, deepest secrets from my heart. In all honesty, I'm speechless, and I don't know where to start. It's well-written Elton Bernie Taupin material. It's a more ideal. It's more. It's also more idealistic than the stuff he did in his heyday, but at this point he was in a much happier place. Still, it seems unlikely that this would have been nearly as successful without its more famous A side. Candle in the Wind, nineteen ninety-seven. Something about the way you look tonight. Spent fourteen weeks at number one in the U.S. and five weeks at the top in Britain. In Canada, where the songs charted separately. Something About the Way You Look Tonight was a slightly bigger hit, getting to number 13, while Candle in the Wind in 1997 made it to number 14. Worldwide, the single sold over 33 million copies. I covered much of the rest of Elton's career in episode 79, but since then, he's been on three UK number one hits alongside modern, modern artists. One with Dua Lipa, and two with Ed Sheeran. And most recently, he had a top ten alongside Britney Spears with the song Hold Me Closer. So how to sum up the pop music of November 1997? Very much a landscape dominated by R&B and dance pop. In North America, the little fair female singer-songwriter wave was still producing rising stars. And a response to the tragedy that touched many around the globe was putting one of pop music's most prolific veterans back in the spotlight. Old man yells at you. For this week's Old Man Yells at You, I'm going to start by recommending Criminal Minded, the groundbreaking 1986 debut album by KRS-One's Boogie Down production. Then, to hear Holly Cole at her jazzy best... Take in the third Holly Cole, trio, Holly Cole Trio album, Blame It on My Youth. And finally, 
Watch the 1998 documentary Hitman Heart Wrestling with Shadows for a deep dive into the events leading up to the Montreal Screwjob. Even if you don't care about wrestling, it's still a compelling human story. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. As always, if you like what you've heard, share, subscribe, and leave a review where you found it. You can also leave feedback on the Facebook and Twitter feeds, both of which are at Mr. B. Glovehead, or on the blog post for the episode, which is at bobbyclovescasey.blogspot.com, or you can check out the Instagram account at Old Man Yells at Music. And if you didn't get all that, all the links are on my Old Man Yells at Music link tree. As always, there's a companion YouTube playlist for this episode, which I'll link to in the show notes. Also in the show notes is a link to my Patreon, where you can support the show and get all the bonus Microdose episodes, including the latest with Alice Cooper. And you can make my charts, just like Mike Birmingham. All lyrics quoted are for the purposes of discussion and review. No infringement is intended. Next time on the show, we're catching up with the charts, this time looking at November of 1971. Find out what the hits were when I was nine months old. Until then, I'm Roger Stroop saying, What would an angel say? The devil wants to know. Stay safe.